0: Life star Wilson Ehigato, known as Akobeyan, takes the stage at an open-air wedding in Benin City, Edo State, Nigeria. As he began to sing, well-dressed wedding guests approach dancing, and showering him with money, literally spraying the singer with Naira, the Nigerian currency. Akobe's helpers scamper to collect the money into sacks. This is a familiar scene in Edo State, in southern Nigeria, where local highlife musicians are essential to any community event and earn a large portion of their livelihood from this informal financial exchange. In Benihie, you have so
1: many bands. And this band, these musicians, most of them live and practice their art within their communities, within their towns. I am Austin Emielu. I'm a musician and an associate professor of music from the Kwara State University, Malete, Nigeria.
0: Dr. Austin Emielu is originally from Isoko in the Niger Delta region. He came to live and work in Benin City as a musician in the 1980s and returned again for postdoctoral research between 2011 and 2012. And so what attracted me actually was the
1: sheer number of these musicians and the idea that they are within their communities playing what we describe as popular music within even in the villages and contributing to the social, economic, cultural and political life of the people.
0: Highlife music was West Africa's pioneer popular music of the late colonial and independence period, a mixture of European, Caribbean, African-American and African-popular and traditional music. While elsewhere in West Africa live band Highlife has mostly faded from prominence, in Edo State Highlife musicians are surviving and even thriving. Hello, I'm Georges Collinet and this is Afropop Worldwide. On today's HIBDI program, Edo High Life, Culture, Politics and Progressive Traditionalism, we will travel across Edo State with producers Austin Emielu and Morgan Greenstreet. Meet prominent musicians, including my idol, Sir Victor Waifo and Haji Waziri Oshoma, and Dr. Afili, and ask how and why Edo Highlife music ...remains integral to local
2: culture.
3: These
1: musicians are not superstars... ...who wear earrings I know, and and drive flashy cars... ...that you cannot see and have bodyguards. No, they live in the community. So if you want to see somebody tomorrow... so ...I want to see, so, so, oh, he lives down the street there.
0: Oh, that's his house. On our first day in Benin City we easily found the popular singer and film actor Akobeyan at his office, across from a gas station on an unremarkable street.
4: My name is Wilson Higiatel, popularly known as Akobeyan. Akobeyan means a trap of the enemy. It's a logo. That's my nickname, my stage name. I play hard life music and uh, I compose my music based on uh, Benin traditional proverb I make a lot of proverbs. That makes me win uh, many awards. I've won many, many awards, both uh, in Nigeria and uh, in diaspora.
0: So I talk deep Benin. Austin Emielu says, Edo high life musicians are both local and global. These people, apart from a few that try to sing in English, they
1: sing in local dialects. The economy is also based, you know, within the community,
0: either here or diaspora. Remittances from the large Edo diaspora communities in the US, UK and Europe have a significant impact on the local economy of Edo state.
1: So actually the the Edo community is being sustained by the diaspora community, let me put it that way. Because there's hardly any family, you know, doesn't have somebody abroad.
0: Edo Highlife musicians like Akobe earn most of their income from live performances at community events and selling their music on CD and video CD, both at a local and international level. Top artists also frequently perform abroad. I've played in Italy,
4: I've played in Spain, Madrid, Barcelona, France, I've played in uh, Germany, Frankfurt. Uh, In fact, I've played in more than 15, 20 countries.
0: We are hearing a live album called Akobe Mega Show, Europe Live in Nigeria. The confusing title speaks to this cultural dynamic. My Bini people, do
4: people, are based in the diaspora. They invite me and ask me to play the good music they hear. Some of them be yelling me, at me, but they've never seen me, some don't know me. But some are calling me that through me, their children, they are not learning Bini. So Because at times I preach people, teach your children your kind of language.
0: Now, to understand why high life is so deeply rooted in Edo culture, we need to understand a bit more about the term Edo. What, when
1: we talk about Edo highlife music, uh, it's, it's a very broad generic term, you know, that uh, include various sub-ethnic types because the Edo itself is a pan-ethnic identity. Within it you have the Bini, you have the Esan, you have the uh, Owan and you have or Pamiri. So for government to have created Edo state means that these people are people of Edoid extraction. They belong to the Edo uh, language group. So the various ethnic groups were said to have been under the Benin
0: Empire. The mighty Benin Empire, not to be confused with present day Benin Republic, formerly Dahomey, was ruled by a succession of kings called Obas, going back to 1180. The Benin Empire
1: had its capital in Benin City, and Benin is supposed to be
0: the home of their doves. The dominant ethnic group of the Benin kingdom called themselves Edo and their capital, Igodo Migodo. But the city and the people who lived there came to be called Bini by the various related ethnic groups. It was later corrupted to Benin by the Portuguese traders who came there in the 15th century. The British destroyed Benin city in 1897, burning it to the ground and looting valuable artworks Still held in the British Museum to this day. However, in present-day Edo State, the institution of king or oba
4: remains.
1: the Oba Beni is the father of the whole Edo people. He has both the spiritual and political head of the Edo people. So the Oba Beni holds a very powerful position.
0: Every citizen of Edo acknowledges. The British incorporated the Oba into their colonial system, and he is now part of the Nigerian federal system. A new Oba was coronated in October 2016, Oba Eware II. We are hearing the Ekasa dance performed at his palace in Benin City, recorded by local television station ITV. It would be impossible to discuss the development of Edo high life without telling the story of Sir Victor Waifo, whose influence extends across the region to this day. He drew on the Ekassa dance to inspire his unique style of high life.
3: Professor Sir Victor Waifu, I'm a, a maestro, I'm a, a sculptor, I'm a, an architect, I'm an engineer, I'm an inventor, I'm a philosopher, I am a sportsman, and I'm a humanist. He as early as 12 years old. Way back in being here, I started playing the guitar and I constructed my own guitar using plywoods and using bicycle spokes for the frets and trap strings for the strings and sardine opener for the, the tuning pegs.
0: Sir Victor Uwaifo's story is both unique and a classic high-life story. Born in 1941 and growing up middle class in Benin City, he taught himself to play guitar based on RCA Victor's famous GV Records series, which introduced Cuban music to the African continent.
3: At that time, I grew up in an era where gramophone was the in thing. Gramophone is some... Um, kind of device that you just wind and you release it and it starts playing. I still have one there. This one is scallop. Well, the uh, yeah. Evaluation gave me a blow, ready funk that fell down so low, the cost of
5: living gone up so high, I love the goods but I cannot buy. Something. <laughs>
3: Don't stop so who did
5: explain that the phone will climb back again. Yeah. But I want them to realize yeah. that the dollars have me to so paralyzed.
3: Oh yes. The dollar is I depend on my The hard to find. Yes, yeah, the dollars hard to find. Really, that's it. You come on.
1: When we talk about Edo popular music, he's the one that actually, you know, brought Edo popular music to Limelight. You know, he became very international with his song uh, Guitar Boy.
0: This song, released in 1966, became popular across West Africa. The lyrics described Wifos' encounter with Mami Wata, the mermaid spirit, one night on the beach in Lagos.
6: Well,
3: when I now made a hit
0: with Joromi. That changed the game. Joromi sold 100,000 copies by 1969, earning Waifo the first gold record on the African continent. The lyrics in the Bini language were based on the legend of Joromi, a wrestler who took on the seven-headed spirit of the underworld. It was a different thing
3: entirely. It was a mid-tempo music. It was based on, almost like a folk, but modern guitar style. Then that was a kind of high-life tempo, and a few songs followed, and I introduced so many things, six of our eight that couldn't have been high-life. So I called it a kwete. <laughs>
5: Show, show, show. My
3: show, show, show. My I made my name abroad in Lagos. And at the peak of my career, I moved down to Benin. And people thought I was crazy. I said, Yeah, let me come to Benin. And I came down to Benin and I opened a hotel, built a hotel, it's called Juromi Hotel. And then I was running nightclub there. Every week it was filled up, jam packed, and that was the only thing happening in Benin that time. So the nightlife was, you know, at its peak, especially when I came up with the Casa Number One. In 1970, came the casa series. Ekasa is the kind of song and the dance you do when a new Obama is coronated. So, and I brought that to limelight. I gave it a kind of rendition that made it danceable with the temple, almost like a rock.
0: Casa number one. I'm Georges Collinet with Edo Highlife on AfroPop Worldwide. Major support for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities and the National Endowment for the Arts.
1: What is unique about Edo uh, Highlife music is it sort of deconstructs the idea of Highlife as being an elitist phenomenon. You know, because Highlife itself came like as a West African social musical phenomenon. From there, it became a national model. And from that national model, it went down to ethno-national model. And so, from the era of Savito Waifo, who played in the current of, you know, West African Highlife, coming from his own ethnic background as an Edo uh, person, then the musicians that copied from him did not go the kind of elitist level that like he did. They brought it down to the grassroots. And when it started first in Benin, people were quick to say it's obito bands because they play in funeral ceremonies, and that's where it had you know much more cultural resonance.
0: Obito means obituary. And at first, it was used as a derogatory term to describe this lower-class style of high life. But in Edo State, every event needs live music, especially funerals. In this part
1: of the country, burial ceremonies are really, really, very grand. So this band developed as a way to meet that need, to fill that niche, rather than play at a Joromi Hotel or somewhere where people will come and pay tickets and enter. They could play and serve as uh, a new form of traditional music in various uh, uh, social or cultural contexts in society. So, I think that was what really encouraged, you know, the explosion of these uh, dance bands in Edo here.
2: Yes, I grew up in Lagos and I came back to Benin. When I was growing in music, I decided to come back home, where they would understand me better.
0: That's Ambassador Osayomore Joseph, another living legend of Edo High Life. He followed in Waifu's footsteps by moving from Lagos back to Benin.
2: I met Vito uh, Waifu here, who was not relating with the people locally. He never attended beat warrior and the rest. But when I came, I sold my kind of music to all assorted. Everybody in the villages, they called me to come and play, I'll go. That was my, how my music spread faster.
0: During our visit in December 2016, Believe it or not, there was a ban on burials in the region to honor the coronation of the new Oba. But we recorded Osayomori Joseph live at a wedding ceremony. <laughs> More Joseph calls his music Ulele Power Sound, which he links to traditional religion.
2: The word ulele is a type of dance that people perform those days. When the civilization was really not here, you know they believe in voodoo and such like that those days. Uh-huh. You see the people dancing those kind of dance. I decided to coin it to my own type of music that we are dancing Ulele Power Sound. Because it was almost forgotten. Such a thing was almost forgotten. And I decided that this is how I play my music, like the Lily music.
0: oriented High Life took root in a unique way in each region of Edo State, with local musicians pioneering styles rooted in specific ethnic traditions and languages. For example, in the FMI district in the village of Iluoké, in the far north of Edo State, we caught one of the reigning stars of Etsako High Life, King Benji Igbadume, performing live at an Age Initiation Ceremony.
7: music is a, a traditional music but very universal. The, the language
2: is how to teach moral of life, how to teach aptitude
0: of life. <laughs> Nchi is not really a king, but he calls his music Okeke sound to connect with the concept of royalty.
2: Yeah, Okeke okay, sounds a royal sound. A royal sound that is widely acceptable. The word Okeke is royal. Okay. Yeah, so my music is royal. <laughs>
0: The distorted sound of the band blasted through a wall of speakers, a common feature of all community performances in Edo State. Why is the music so loud?
1: Yes, because, well, in this part of the, of the world, loudness relates to power. so. It is considered here that if the music is loud and powerful, you know, it moves people more. Mm-hmm. So there's no, no not much attention to people's uh, you know uh, auditory sensibilities. <laughs> uh, you know, as long as the sound is you know heavy, and people come and first of all look at the wall of speakers, say, "Wow, Bright. the musician has great instruments."
0: As King Benji Igbadoume played, guests showered the singer in naira notes until the ground at his feet was carpeted with money. This practice, known as spraying, is a very important aspect of live music performance in Edo State. Here's Austin Emielu.
1: So within the community, the musician is providing service for the community. And as a way to say thank you, also we also give back. And so, apart from the performance fee, which is usually not too high, the spraying is what really makes it communal. Oh, musician, we appreciate you. They call you as somebody who is important in the society, you know, and you come out to spray or you feel moved to spray. So, before you come to spray, uh, sometimes it calls your name like we did yesterday. This is Professor Austin. So, and it's a mark of reciprocity. You get up to say thank you. For acknowledging me. If you came on your own to spray, then the manager quickly asks your name. What's your name, sir? And goes back to tell the musician, this man is Morgan Green Street from New York. Then he whips that into the song, Paul. So it is considered a, a improper for you to go to a community performance like that, musicians are playing, and you don't get up to spray money.
0: So would the scene be any different at a funeral?
1: Would the music be different? No, they just play general music. The family is sad that they lost somebody, but, you know, there's the social aspect is weightier than the, the
0: emotional aspects, you know. Funerals are open social events. Everyone is invited. You know, so
1: people come there because it's an opportunity for free drinks, for, you know, yeah, good music, dance, and look for new girlfriends, you know, and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> Funerals and other community events are also sites for informal economic activity with various vendors and money changers who make change for spraying, photographers and videographers, and of course, a rainmaker.
1: Yes, a rainmaker. If you want to do a ceremony, you have to get a rainmaker. So who holds the rain so that the rain doesn't fall? So he lights fire somewhere, you know, chants some incantation. you give him a bottle of uh, maybe schnapp or whiskey, he's drinking and holding the rain. And what if it rains? Oh, it's cut kind out of the ceremony.
0: What if you hire a rainmaker
5: mm. and it still rains? Oh, then he's not a
1: good one.
0: <laughs> visit afropop.org to read our full interview with Austin Emielu, visit with Sir Victor Wifel, and much more. Coming up... We go deeper into the traditional roots of Edo music. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. experienced the most vibrant social ceremonies in Uromi, a busy and prosperous town to the northeast of Benin. The slogan of Uromi is the heartbeat of Edo State, and it's easy to understand why. The cultural heart of land is full of live Music <laughs> We are hearing the popular ESSA musician, Dr. Afile, live in his village of Idikala-Oweyi, Uromi. In his short set, Afile went from an energetic 6'8 highlife rhythm to a version of Igbo musician Cardinal Rex Jim Lawson's famous song, Sawale, to singing gospel, Thank You Jesus, on a rhythm with very strong influences from Yoruba Juju music, including the Yoruba percussion, the omele, and talking drum.
1: So here it's like a point of convergence for music from the Igbo-speaking areas, the music from the, the West, the Yoruba-speaking areas. So you have a mix of all this. For example now, you, if you go to Urubina, you, know, you find that they are beginning to use the talking drum more in their music. And this time it does not talk in the, in, in the literal sense of it, it doesn't talk. But among the Edo here, it's used more as, you know, just to beef up the rhythmic density because Yoruba music is rhythmically
0: very rich.
4: It's what they like. The traditional Yoruba music is now dominating uh, every uh,
0: traditional instrument. That's Akobéion from Benin. He explained why he added Yoruba talking drum to his band using the metaphor of imported Indomie instant noodles. They are very popular in Nigeria. Uh, I was not using it before, but because
4: uh, my people want it. If you're, you find out that uh, your little daughter likes indomie very well, see? you provide indomie for her. Maybe indomie is not from your culture and you don't like indomie, but happens your son said without indomie, he's not going to eat any other meat. So you do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Akobe also suggested that Yoruba percussion was introduced to replace local percussion in dance bands due to the rise of Christianity in the region. Local percussion was too closely associated with traditional religion, particularly Olokun, goddess of oceans and rivers. Before this time, it was uh,
4: what we call a Molokun, a small band that would play. Because that band is meant to dance, for Olokun, Juju, everybody claim Christian. Both Olokun people and the Christians, everybody claim Christianity. And if you are interested into music, uh, with guitar, people will say, ah, that band, because they just nicknamed that Olokun band. Olokun is a goddess of the sea. So nobody wants
0: to mingle with that band. Olokun worship reportedly originated at Orunik Bay, near Benin City. Ironically, Olokun has been accepted into the pantheon of Yoruba Orisha worship, which uses the talking drum for ceremonies.
4: And that Yoruba, nobody talks where it comes from. So, and uh, it's danceable, depends on how you do it. And uh, the Yoruba people promote that one. They make sure it never dies. But our Olokun band
1: sounds better than that. The African Christianity, you know, we we also domesticate it. It's flexible. Uh, Yes, and... Many people skip uh, at
4: home.
0: We are listening to the title track from Dr. Afilae's latest album, Tamaben e rurewemon Jesu. If you want me to play Christian music, I
2: use English, but in our language here, I take Isha. Me, I'm not a good church,
0: but I the measure Jesus anytime, any the day. We spoke with Oromi's pioneer gospel musician, Ambassador Eddie Osaigbovo, about this dynamic.
1: When we started over 25 years ago, Christianity was not well-rooted, well-accepted. But today, Christianity is gaining ground. And uh, before then, ceremonies were performed in a traditional way. But today, every ceremony is performed in a Christian way.
8: So because of that now, there's no... Even the secular musicians that were not playing gospel
1: music before. For the album to sell, for their music to sell, they not play gospel.
0: Producers Morgan Greenstreet and Austin Emielu sat down with Dr. Afile, Eddie Asaigbovo and several others before the show.
5: Could you describe your music to us? Like, what what kind of music is it?
2: Okay, I'm playing a love.
5: Okay. And the traditional music.
2: Traditional music.
6: Halaf.
5: What is the traditional part? Where where does the tradition it's, side come it, it, from? It's, it's, not it's not traditional music.
6: music. It's not traditional music.
5: Okay, so what like any particular styles or like rhythms that come from
0: Morgan Green Street is yes, trying to, to understand That's what specific, specific traditional music resources a is referring to. Forty songs.
2: Me, I started with sonobu. Before this uh, music, one yeah. of the places. Very before Jeta, I started with a solo gun. I acrobatic before this, this one.
0: Alongside the acrobatic dancers Ijelege and Iqbabo Nelemin, Asonogun is one of the most common forms of Esan traditional music that is still regularly performed.
9: For whoever does not know Asonogun, you may think it's common, but it goes with stylized steps. People learn it. It has its prescribed songs, they have their own instruments.
0: That's ethnomusicologist Charles Alwede of Ambrose Ali University.
9: They have their unique songs. Songs aimed at correcting some ills or vices in society, birth, death, songs that may have commercial flavor, funeral songs. So that also goes to show that that ensemble could perform throughout the events of a man's life cycle, let like from birth, through Losing first aid, Tuto, Man Ray Joe, House Wormino, death.
5: Is, is that similar to how the dance
9: bands function? Sure. Sure, that is why, that is why it's also easy for them to
0: borrow and adapt their songs. Charles Alwede revealed that it is the songs, more than the rhythms that dance bands adapt from Essan traditional music.
9: All these songs today are now being used by dance bands.
6: My name's uh Exclusive, Polina Ogunite. I am the first lady
0: musician in Edo State. We are hearing Polina Oginete's Asunogun group live at a funeral in Uromi. Polina's father was a famous figure in Asunogun music. This Asonogun is of our
6: forefather. When I view this, I said, Asonogun is
0: going, and I model it to music. Polina bridges the gap performing traditional asonogun, and also leading a highlife band. When
5: you make your, your live band music, do you include some elements of asonogun?
6: Uh, not all. If you bring jeta, jazz, they cannot go. Only do drum go with asonogun. If anything other, that comes to asonogun, to square.
0: Polina confirmed that it is the songs rather than the rhythms of Asunogun that Esan High Life musicians adapt.
6: I feel a from Asunogun. Any music you are seeing in this voice is Adam Asunogun. Most, many of the music are from my
5: father. <laughs>
0: Austin Emielu has developed a theory to describe the relationship between Edo highlife music and traditional music.
1: When we talk about Edo popular music, the dance band that we are studying, it's a case of what I describe as progressive traditionalism, where there's a connection between tradition, innovation, and modernity. So in my own view, what they play now is a new form of traditional music, because the tradition through innovation changes form you know presented in a new media and a modern context so we have seen a case where the outside resources are harnessed to enrich the inside rather than destroy in 10 years time if we come back here what we're calling the modern now may become the traditional and so the generations are here will redefine again
0: In Edo state, there are a number of legacy bands, where a group is passed down from father to son or daughter, in the case of Polina Ogenete. But mostly, the Edo highlife tradition is passed on through apprenticeship.
1: I feel like I want to be a musician, so where do I start from? It's to go and try and be an apprentice. That means you're going to study under somebody. You know, you come, you pay some money, and you sign maybe a contract of, I'm going to spend two years. You learn by observation. From observation, you learn to do under the correction you know, of somebody who is a master. And you find that in a traditional society to do. So it's part of the
0: traditional approach to education. In Uromi, Dr. Aphile's master was Sir Sonny Ben, who in turn had apprenticed with Monde Ebo, who learned from the internationally renowned Sonia Kusun.
6: I played trumpet for Sonia Kosum for many years. I played trumpet for over 37 years. As a country, most of the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Like his master, Sir Victor Waifu before him, Sonia Kosum geared his music towards a national and international audience. But his pupil, Monde Ebo, decided to return to Uromi and reconnect with his roots. I decided to come to know my people because of the
6: uh, language barrier, because I do want to understand my language very perfectly. <laughs> I can tell you, uh, the, my Asian was, wasn't so perfect then. And then when I come to Asian, then I get into it, now I can compose with Asian language very deep. Asian language, eh? It's not easy to compose with Asian language. Sonnyokozun started it all. Sonio Kotun play the jungle beat and I'm used to the to the style. But if you want to do something different from your master, you go into your own. That's why I call my music Afro Music. Yeah, that's Africa pattern. Yeah. So when I came to Africa here, I trained boys towards that feed. So it's the field that is going on now. Any pattern you see, most of the musicians here are playing now. I brought it. I brought the pattern.
0: Monde Ebo's apprentice Sonny Ben recounted how, at first, he recruited apprentices from Benin for his band. We bring boys from Benin
4: when we bring boys to come and play with us, they will stay with us. From there we started to gather our boys together. Try to bring them up until to the standard that they can even know how to play. When I see that they can play, okay, all the Benin
0: boys will give them a chance. Once the Benin boys left the group, Sony and his essence boys created a unique style of their own. When we play, we see that our own natural music, which is
4: Uh, Her life, those people don't even play more than us. We play our own dialects. If you are playing Benin, we play Ishan, Ishan, really Ishan, to
3: tell you that, yes, we are Ishan people.
0: In the town of Auchi in the north of Edo State, Chief Anko Momodu pioneered a uniquely Etsako style of highlight.
1: Anko Momodu. He was like the pioneer of the guitar tradition there. Many of them referred to Uncle Momodu as the father, like the father figure in the development of a circle of uh, guitar bands.
5: When
0: we went to Auchi, we met one of Momodu's apprentices. By far the most accomplished and influential Etsako artist. This is
7: Alahaji Sawaziri Oshoma and his Oyoyo
0: Sound. Oshoma calls his music Oyoyo Sound International, referring to local masquerade traditions. There is one masquerade in our
7: area here when they are doing festival, it's the last masquerade to perform. So we call that masquerade Oyoyo. That is the best out of everything. Yes, yes.
0: Oshoma has a right to brag. He has over 100 albums to his credit, and despite singing almost exclusively in the Etsako language, he popularized his style of high life across Nigeria, touring the country frequently in the 70s and 80s and performing internationally for Edo communities. He has come a long way since he started with a neo-traditional group in his village of Osomekbe.
7: I could recall back, as far back, 1965, we played uh, what we call uh, agbe as a traditional high life so we were using percussions i later now introduce western instruments to our native uh, music so the type of music is traditional high life
2: yes
0: Unlike the southern regions of Edo State, Islam is the dominant religion in the north. Oshoma was born Issa Sule into a Muslim family, and his parents disapproved of his musical activities.
7: My parents didn't allow me to go into music because of uh, the Muslim belief, thinking that when I'm now in music, I will deviate from my religion, which is Islam.
0: He changed his name to Waziri Oshoma and promised his parents that he would continue practicing Islam the way they taught him.
7: They now discover that what I promised them till now that is what I'm doing, practicing as a Muslim. If you see the right of my house now, there is a mosque where we pray there about five times uh, in every day.
0: of Waziri Oshoma's songs are also dedicated to praising important people. In fact, across Edo State, musicians incorporate praise singing not only into live performance, but also in their recordings. Sometimes, praise goes to deserving members of the community.
7: Well, it's a proverb in our community. It said, you should talk good of what somebody is doing to help other people. The spirit of doing more we go into that person you are appreciating. Mm-hmm. So that is it.
0: And sometimes, praise singing is a straightforward economic exchange, more like traditional advertising. That is our advert.
7: The, the, when you come, you need a, a person like me to do a record for you. I bill you. Yes. Uh, why do you want to do the record? For my mother, for my late mother's remembrance, for my late father's uh, remembrance, uh, for so I've done to the community. I say, okay, thank you. God bless you. This is my own charge. It's part of uh, our business this way. Yes, yes.
0: Sometimes the subject of praise singing is a local politician, as in the case of Waziri Oshoma's Governor Oshomole special, a campaign song for the former labor leader from Iyamo to the north of (laughs) Aoji. On the other hand, there's a small but important contingent of activists among the Edo Highlife musicians who will criticize politicians directly if they feel the need. For example, Benin musician John Bull Obakpolo criticized the Osho Mole for excessive taxes in his song Tax Collector and Northern Agenda President.
4: Ocho, Ocho,
8: Ubi. Ubi you
1: know, there, there is this theory that uh, you know musicians sing the state. You know, singing the state. You know that means you're singing in praise of the state. If a government is doing well and people are feeling the impact, there's nothing wrong in the musicians singing the state, the praise the
0: government. They're not doing well. They come around to say, hey, you are not doing well. According to Austin, there's a cultural basis for this level of political engagement. What I do know is that in this part of Nigeria, people are bold to tell you
1: what they feel. You know, they are not afraid to tell you, I'm angry with you, I'm angry with you. And So there's that background already. People, Everybody's frank, everybody's bold, everybody's articulate. Then the people themselves want to hear frank talk. So. They say what the people expect to hear, and they support them.
0: Osayo Mori Joseph was the first Edo musician to popularize politically engaged music. I wouldn't say I'm a political musician. I'm an activist.
2: It's just I belong to a loud organ, which is music. So I can disseminate some big information to the society through my music.
0: Throughout the 1990s, Osayomare Joseph wrote a number of songs challenging the military governments of Babangina and Abacha.
2: Yes, I was so bitter. I was so bitter that I have no option than to resort to music violence, not the physical violence. I said I will militate against whatever government that is there through my music.
0: He was arrested many times for his efforts.
2: Constantly they come and pick me here in Benin drag me to wherever they want to take me to. It become a routine. Sometimes a month or two, nobody knows where I am. They go and keep me in one place. Well, that's the price you pay for activism.
5: Did you fear for your life in that time?
2: Yes, I was afraid of my life, but uh, so be it if it happened. But I'm one of the few lucky ones. There are so many people saw the truth in my songs, and they were always on my side. saying so, you no, know, yes, what he's saying is correct.
0: perhaps inspired by elders like Osayo mori Joseph and advisor Noah McBay, there is a new generation of activist musicians in Edo state
8: my name is uh, Jombo Obakbalo, as an aka the masses prophet
0: Ogba Polor's song, Election Begay" refers to the 2016 governor's election in Edo State. You know, they were
8: imposing money on people to vote them in. Generally, that is what they do in this country. They first give you money. It's like you have set your conscience for them. Your conscience is already sold to them. So when they now come to power, how will you have the zeal, or the power to ask them they did not work where or they work where? If they don't do well, we are ready
0: to battle with them. Bege means trouble, and Ogba doesn't mind getting in a little trouble for the right reasons. In fact, he's been arrested a number of times. So they did it almost about, say, five, six times. I've done nothing wrong, so they have to let me go. Ogba told us that he has some connections with powerful people who can protect him if he offends a politician. Sometimes
8: we fall into trouble, I call them. I said, look, they have arrested me. What did I do? I will explain to them. They will come, and I say, I have my lawyer to showcase, Then
0: take me out of the jail. That's it.
8: Nigeria, my country.
4: state people.
0: Another young musician, Ambassador Joker, found his connections less reliable and spent three weeks in jail for singing a critical song.
4: Senator Sarema Seno go sato I So since then you refuse to to, to, perform? to perform. Why would I perform? There is no support. So you don't sing protest music anymore? No, why will I sing it? If I do want to go to jail again, who will help me? The eminent man in the town does not even believe me. Since that time they don't carry me in show. It does not be all these hotel shows now they do. Today I will plan anymore.
0: If I die, I just die for nothing. Austin was quite critical of Ambassador Joker's attitude.
1: If you cannot take blows, don't throw blows. Well, it's trying to say something, but I think it does not have the political clout, it does not have the community support, it does not have the kind of uh, a defense mechanism it's not enough for you to just wake up and say I feel like my government is not doing where I must talk you better think very well you know do you have the political clout do you have the financial muscles Do you have the social capital when when the government mobilizes its machinery it will just run over you you know and nobody will talk people will go about their businesses
0: on the other hand john bull Ogbapolo, like Osayomori before him has formed a community of support for his activism. According to Austin, it is the cultural relevance of the music that facilitates exactly this kind of community support, which is the crucial element that keeps Edo Highlife alive and well.
1: So you heard them say, uh, Vito Weifo and uh, Simon, say I was in Lagos, but I came here because I think I will do better here. It has more meaning to me here to be here. Monday say I had to come home I've been playing with Sonny okoso all over Europe, all over America, but if I'm going to be relevant in music in Nigeria, I better go to my roots. And it came home. The point I'm making is there's sufficient support in terms of patronage, you know, the economics of, uh, of, of doing music here, and cultural uh, uh, resonance, social uh, significance, social capital,
0: everything is here. Yes. So they're at home here. At the end of our interview with John Bull Ogbapolo, we asked him if he had toured internationally. Not yet, he said. But
8: if I'm invited, I will go and play. But I can't stay there. I'll come back to my do. Uh-huh. So that is it. Your Oba talk, yes.
0: that's long live the king in Bini. Well, we'll leave you with John Bull Ogbapolo's tribute to the Oba of Benin. <laughs> Major funding for APOPOP Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International Affiliate Stations around the U.S., And remember to support your public radio station now more than ever. Thanks to Dan Omoruan, Prince Austin Okodje and Eddie Okodje for their help with this program. Visit afropop.org for interviews, playlists and more. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Morgan Greenstreet and Austin Emielu. Join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief photo engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Greg Hartman and Stephanie Lebeau. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our producer for new media is Akornepha Achia, and I'm Georges Collinet.
7: PRI, Public Radio International.